Hey, Jim. Welcome to Drinking with Jen. And if you're coming back, welcome back. I am so happy that you're here today. I'm Ginny Prem. I'm your host. And I'm also a speaker and the author of the number one bestseller, You're My Favorite. I also have a second book, I'm My Favorite, and I'm a life coach. So we always start every episode of Drinking with Jen off with What Are You Drinking? And today I am drinking this Spindrift Sparkling Water. It's raspberry lime flavored. Whatever you're drinking, I hope that it's a tasty beverage that you are sipping as you are listening along today. Look, I know I promised you this season that I would be bringing you incredible guests. And I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but I have been delivering. I wanted to take a minute this week and just spend some time with you. It's a new year, and I know this is a time of year where people are setting a lot of resolutions and goals. And if you've done that, great. If you haven't, also great. I'm not someone that sets New Year's resolutions and goals. And part of the reason why is research and data shows that up to 80% of people fail their New Year's resolutions by February 1st. And as a coach, I like to really try to help set people up for success. Now today, this is going to be a big topic. I just want to set that up right here and right now. Um, This is something that I am incredibly passionate about. I do an exercise that covers this topic. It's a brief one, and it's also in my second book, The Guided Journal, I'm My Favorite. But it is one of the most effective things that I think I do in my keynote. Often there are tears. You can feel a shift in the energy in the room. It doesn't matter if there's 10 people or hundreds of people. This is something that I am so passionate about because I know that it makes a difference. And I want to invite you to start doing this with me. And look, I'm not perfect. This is something that I still continue to have to practice all of the time. So I just want to ask you this question. What if you started just doing this one thing and stopped doing this. And we're going to get to what this is. Um, And if you listen all the way to the end, I have a new tool that just launched that you as a loyal listener of the Drinking With Gin podcast and also my newsletter subscribers got early access to, exclusive access to a new downloadable. It's available on my website, JinnyPream.com. And oh, you didn't know that I have a newsletter? guess what? I have a newsletter that you can subscribe to for free. So there is a free option and a paid option. Paid subscribers get a little bit more uh, insight, info, details, but you can subscribe for free. And I will put a link to it um, in the show notes. So you can link it there. You can also go to my Instagram page at Ginny Prem or to my website. And so as we dive into this topic, like I said, it's kind of a big one. And I encourage you to grab a pen and paper. And if you love this episode, I think it's really going to resonate. Can you help me get to 100 reviews on Apple Podcast? You all were so amazing last year when I asked you to help me get to 100 reviews for my book, You're My Favorite, on Amazon. And you have now far surpassed that number. I would love to do the same thing for Drinking With Jen. If you could help a girl out. If you love this, go drop a five-star review um, on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much. I would 
love to get to that 100 mark. And I can't do it without you. So it would be really great if you liked this, subscribe to Drinking With Jen, and share this episode with a friend. Maybe share it to your social media. These are the things that make such a big impact for podcasters like me to continue to grow the show and get our messages out to more people and make a bigger impact. And that's ultimately what I want to do is continue to help you and more people, your friends, your family, whoever that looks like. Now, you might even want to grab a tissue because like I said, this topic can really strike a chord with people. And because I'm going to ask you some hard questions and I'm going to ask you to be honest, to be honest with yourself, because that's the only way that this is going to work. And like I said, listen to the end because I have a new resource, a downloadable that you'll be able to access on my website. And like I said, resolutions and goals are great. And if that is something that motivates you and drives you, that's wonderful. But I want you to be real honest with yourself about these goals and resolutions are you achieving them? Are you modifying them? Are you checking off the smaller goals in lieu of actually achieving the bigger goal? And are the things that you're doing in the meantime helping you achieve your bigger goals? So this is all a little bit intertwined and related. But here's really the real juice and topic of today. Do you find yourself being hard on yourself? How do you speak to yourself and think about yourself? What do you tell yourself in your head or even out loud? Sit with that for a second. What is, and you can write this down if you grabbed a pen and paper and you're not driving and you can do so safely. What is the last self-thought or self-talk thing you said to yourself? Was it kind? Was it critical? Was it mean? And more importantly, was it true? Do you believe it? How do you know this to be true if you think it's true? Or is it just a self-limiting belief? And if it wasn't kind, how in the world do you expect other people to be kind to you when you're not even kind to yourself? Now, I have done a lot of research on this topic, so this just isn't Ginny spewing stuff at you. I have resources. I have articles from the Mayo Clinic. If you remember, um, if you listened in last week, Dr. Elizabeth Scott, a very well-renowned psychologist and uh, life coach, she talked with us last week, and I also have an article that I'm going to reference and link in here now that you're familiar with her where she talks about negative self-talk versus positive self-talk and the impacts. And all of this stuff is backed by science. And I want to share some of this with you. And here's an important thing. And this is why I don't do resolutions or, or goals, because I think these types of things take practice. And you're not going to all of a sudden see a change overnight. And that's why I want you to commit to doing this one thing, changing just this one thing, because I'm going to talk about all of the benefits and the differences that this can make in your life. Starting today, we can't change the past. We can't change what already happened. We can't change how we just spoke to ourselves a minute ago, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. But we can change how we talk to ourselves moving forward. And I want to invite you 
to start doing that with me today. And like I said, I'm going to provide you with a really amazing tool and resource that can help you make this change, this shift, this mind shift, and start to make these improvements. Because if you think about it, and I don't know, I guess you have to answer this question for yourself, but if you think about your life next week, next month, next year, 10 years from now, do you want it to be the same as it is today, worse or better? And if you start doing this thing with me now, it's not going to make it worse. It's only going to make it better. And I want that for you. If that's what you want, I want things to improve for you. I want you to speak kinder to yourself. So we are going to do what I call unlocking the kind key. And that is going to help you make this mind shift. And we're going to talk about all of the ways that our thoughts impact our lives and and ourselves, both physically and mentally. So this is not just a mental thing. There's actually data that I'm going to share with you and I'm going to link in the show notes that talks about the impact that our thoughts have on our lives. And I want to help support you in making this shift. And like I said, this is not something that I am perfect at. I'm not always even that great at it, but I'm aware of it. And I'm constantly trying to make the shift to change my thoughts and be a little kinder to myself. Because do you ever notice that things like it's that snowball effect, right? It's do you ever notice that your coat pocket doesn't get stuck on the door handle when you're in amazing mood? When you're in a crappy mood, that's when it happens. It's like that snowball effect, right? Or you're like, I'm driving somewhere and I'm in a hurry. And then you hit every red light and then you get more and more and more frustrated. But if you have all the time in the world, that's not frustrating. So much of how we respond, right? And you know, I love my dadisms. So one of them is you are the architect of your own destiny, which this kind of falls into that. We can't always control what happens, but we can control how we respond and we can do and make a really big effort into controlling our thoughts. And why this is so important is because our thoughts create our feelings Our feelings shape our mood, and our mood becomes our reality. I'm going to say that one more time. For the people in the back, (laughs) our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings shape our mood, and our mood becomes our reality. And if you've already picked up a copy of I'm My Favorite, The Guided Journal, you've seen the emotional vibration chart. And these moods and these feelings are really important. And that's why it's really important to start thinking about making this shift because it has an impact not just on your the minute that you're in right now, but this minute, the next hour, the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year. And you have this power already within you to unlock that kind key. And this is your superpower that you can bring into 2024 and continue this on. So 
like I said, I've got a lot of articles that I'm going to link. So Dr. Elizabeth Scott, and then I also have an article that I'm going to link from the Mayo Clinic. And I reference some of this information in the uh, new workbook, the downloadable workbook that I am launching, that I just launched for you, in fact. So let's actually start from the beginning. Um and again, I just want to remind you, this this thought has been in my head nonstop since an episode a few weeks ago where we had Melissa, the counselor from Sunrise Wellness in Texas. She made a statement that said, what you resist persists. And I, just, I have not been able to get that out of my head because I think it really makes a lot of sense. So what we continue to think about is what continues to be. And that's, again, the importance of starting to make this mind shift and unlocking that kind key to your own secret power to be able to create your feelings, your mood, and your reality. So I also listened, this was another inspiring thing this morning that I listened to, and I'll link this podcast as well. I didn't um, write down his name, but this podcast, if you love mindset stuff and inspirational, I'll tell you uh, to use my audio engineer's words after he listened to a podcast earlier this season, I was ready to run through a brick wall after I listened to this podcast. He is called the mindset mentor and the episode I listened to, and I'll link it directly is called do the thing, right? So that's what I want to invite you to do here today. It's to not just think about it, not just make a list of things that you're going to do or start thinking about it. I don't want you to just download this tool that I'm offering you. That's great if you do, but I actually want you to do it because if you don't do the thing, you're not actually doing the thing. And that's kind of the, the message from that podcast that I listened to this morning. And I was like, man, that means so much. And the same thing, same thing goes for if you bought I'm My Favorite and it's sitting collecting dust. I mean, sure, that's great that you bought a copy and I made a sale, but that's not what it's about. I actually believe in the things that I am providing you as resources and tools to improve your life, make you happier, go on your journey of self-discovery and self-love. I believe in these tools. And so if you buy it, please use it. I actually want you to use it because I know it works. I actually use my own tools and resources and suggestions and coaching tools myself. And I have, and people that know me that are close to me, they're like, Ginny, you are not the same person you were five years ago. And that is the biggest compliment that anyone could ever give me. And it's because I do the things that I talk about here with you on the Drinking with Gin podcast that I have in my books that I share on my social media that I put in my newsletter. I believe in them and I believe that they can help you too. All right. So let's get into the meat of what we're really here to talk about today. So I want to set up a little bit of the framework. Like I said, I am bringing you science-backed information. I pulled a study from the Mayo Clinic, and I'm telling you, when you have these negative self-thoughts or negative self-talk, I want to talk about a little bit of the data that supports this. We have up to 60,000 thoughts a day. I'm going to just ask you a question. Guess how many, what percent of those do you think are negative? Do you think it's 20? Do you think it's 50? Do you think it's 80? 80%, up to 80% of our 60,000 thoughts 
per day are negative. That is a lot of negative thoughts. That does not sound like a very healthy balance to me. So we are in this together and we are going to try to make that shift. Let's, we don't necessarily have to swing the pendulum, right? Like, you know me, I am a big proponent of progress, not perfection. So if we can improve that 80% a little bit, and continue to improve that 80% a little bit more, maybe to 75, 70, 65, whatever that looks like for you, wherever that progress means for you, I am here to help support you and celebrate that along the way. But that was a staggering statistic to me, staggering. I could not believe that up to 80% of our thoughts are negative. So let's unlock that kind key and make this mind shift together. Now, I mentioned earlier that there is data out there, and this is, again, supported by Mayo Clinic, that our thoughts don't just impact us mentally, but they also can impact our physical health. So they are saying that when we shift our self-talk and our thoughts, people that engage in more positive self-talk have an increased lifespan, have lower rates of depression, have lower levels of distress, have better physiological and physical well-being, and have better coping skills during hardships and times of stress. So think about what your goal is. Do you want to increase your lifespan? Do you want to be around here for a little bit longer for your children, your grandchildren, or for whoever, or just to live a, a longer, healthier life? Maybe that's your reason. Think about what your reason is. Do you want to be able to handle stress better? To not to be able to have things roll off your back a little bit easier, like water off the back of a duck. Whatever your reason is, if it's in one of those five categories, if it's another reason, that's great too. But these are some really great reasons for us to think about making this mind shift and unlocking that kind key so that you can begin to have a better overall well-being, which is basically what those five categories just outlined. Now, according to Mayo Clinic, and I've seen a lot of different data out there that there's a lot more different kind of buckets or types of negative self-talk, but I don't want to go too far down the negative path, but I want to use this as a baseline and framework so that you can maybe go, oh, this is the kind of negative self-talk that I engage in. So, Mayo Clinic puts it in four main buckets, and I'll kind of give a little bit of perspective and an outline of how this kind of works in each one of these or what they kind of mean. So the first type is of the four types, and again, you can write this down, but this is also all available to you in my new downloadable workbook uh, available on my website. So the first type is personalizing. So this is like Even if something is completely out of your control, right? You hear me say this maybe all the time, or maybe this is your first time hearing me say it, that we can't always control what happens, but we can control how we respond. Personalizing negative self-talk is when you think that everything is your fault. You blame yourself for everything, even things that are out of your control. So you might automatically think, it must be me. Okay, so that's the first kind, personalizing. The second type is catastrophizing. This is when you go into worst case scenario thinking. 
Okay. So this is, you might think, you know, something happened and now I'm never going to be able to do this XYZ thing, fill in the blank, whatever that might mean for you. Okay. So catastrophizing is the second. The next one is called filtering. So this is where you filter out the positive and then only focus on the negative. So let's take, for example, you're trying to save some money, okay? Let's say your goal is to save 500 bucks. You saved 100. But instead of celebrating that you saved $100 and you're reaching towards your goal, you go negative and go, well, I didn't save the $500 that I wanted to. When you could have the opportunity to celebrate that $100 that you did save. Okay, so that's filtering, really focusing on the negative aspect. And then polarizing. So polarizing is when you only see things for black and white and there's no middle ground. Now, because I've talked about resolutions and goals, and I know a lot of people in the new year, one of their big goals is getting in shape, working out, getting up early, whatever that might mean, some physical sort of um, aspect. So I want to tie that in because I think many people can really relate to this. So maybe you slept in this morning and you missed your opportunity to exercise. And because you missed your opportunity to exercise, you automatically go to, I'm lazy. But if you start to do the mind shift and unlock the kind key, you could look at that and go, sleep. Sleep is a really great thing for my body. And I didn't have time to exercise today, but I'm more rested. And I now have an opportunity to exercise tomorrow you know, now that I'm more rested. So it's really cutting out that black and white and starting to see things from, you know, sometimes people see this as like the pessimist, right? The glass half empty, instead of being able to see it as half full. So these are four types. And if you related to one of those, um, that's okay. I think that's normal. That's what most people are going to do. They're, you know, like we said, 80% of our thoughts can be negative in a day of 60,000 thoughts. That is so many. So in the workbook, I set you up with a mindset quiz. It's very, it's very basic. It's very easy. This will not take you a lot of time. It's three questions and they're multiple choice. So you literally just check a circle and then... I walk you through the steps of the kind key mind shift. And so I'm going to give you an example. And I kind of already gave you a couple of examples, but there's kind of three steps that I put together. So the first one is acknowledge. And you know, I talk about this and I'm my favorite. If you have the guided journal, acknowledging our stories, right? So the, so I'm my favorite is on a bigger level. This is, you know, a bigger thing. The kind key mind shift workbook, this is very specific about changing our negative self thoughts to more positive ones. Okay, so this is very specific. And then if you love this, which I think you will, I think you're going to really notice and see some healthy changes in your feelings, your attitude, your mood, your day, your week, your month, your year, not to sound like the friends theme song, but there's three steps. And so acknowledgement is kind of the pre-step when you're going on gin path, which is my coaching model that I put in I'm my favorite. So acknowledgement is always really important. And if you can acknowledge and start to catch yourself when you're having these negative self thoughts or this negative self talk, that is the first step to unlocking the kind key. Acknowledging it, 
and paying attention to how it makes you feel. So this is, again, one of the exercises that I do in my keynotes and my workshops. And I'll tell you that when people think about the negative self-talk things that they tell themselves, it downshifts the energy in the room. So I don't want you to spend a ton of time here. Acknowledge it, write it down if it helps you, and then move on. Congratulate yourself for acknowledging it. And then the second thing I want you to do is pause. I want you to pause for a second and then ask yourself these questions. Is this true? How do I know this to be true? Do I actually believe it? Or is this, so this is something that we use often in um, coaching and a lot of coaching models. It's, we call them self-limiting beliefs. Maybe it's something that you've been told or that you've told yourself over and over and over. And if you tell yourself things or think it enough, you will start to believe it. So we have to, again, change that dialogue so that we can start to believe the more positive things. And if it's not true, again, is it just a self-limiting belief? Um, and then I want you to always think about your feelings, right? Shift when you're in this pause mode. This is where we start to shift into how do I want to feel? Okay, so we acknowledged our feelings or acknowledged the self-thought, thought about how it makes us feel, and then we're going to shift. So step three is shift. And I'm going to rewalk you through this whole thing. We're going to shift and do a kinder thought. I often, I used to always actually ask people to flip the script, and I still do, if that's available to you. But flipping the script might be hard. It might feel like too much of a stretch. So sometimes it's starting with shifting to something 10% kinder, 15, 20% kinder, whatever's available to you. And then pay attention to how that feels when you say that kinder thing to yourself. So let me walk you through an actual example, okay? So notice the thought. So for the thought here we'll use, I've never done this before, so I can't do it. I'm not going to do it because I'll probably fail anyway. I'm a complete failure. So some of the feelings that might go along with that are low vibrating feelings. If we look at the emotional vibration chart, fear, we heard fearful, I'm afraid, right? You might feel unworthiness or unworthy of whatever this new thing is or discouragement. So the pause, ask myself, am I actually a complete failure, right? And sometimes when we're thinking these things, or if I walk through this example, you might think, Ginny, this sounds ridiculous, but pay attention to your own thoughts as I'm walking through this example. It might not be as far off as you think. So is it true that I'm a complete failure? No, I'm not a complete failure. I'm afraid of failing. Ooh, even that is a pretty big difference. So then asking yourself, well, how do I want to feel? Okay, I want to believe in myself. So I want to feel belief. I want happiness, optimism. I want to feel optimistic about being able to do things that I've never done before. So then here's the shift. Instead of I'm a complete failure, I'm afraid of trying something new. What if we shift that to, okay, this is new. This is an opportunity to learn or try something new. I might not be the best, but I could enjoy it. Ooh, what if you tried something new and you actually liked it and you had fun, you were eager, you were enthusiastic and you felt empowerment, 
because you were trying something new. Those are the three feelings that you might move to. And guess what? Those are much higher on the emotional vibration chart than fear, discouragement, and unworthiness. Now we shift to eagerness, enthusiasm, and empowerment. Can you feel that even just when I talk about those words? I mean, the feeling and the, the feeling and the shift of going, ooh, I might actually enjoy something. And you know, I'm a big proponent and fan of trying new things and learning and figuring out what brings you joy, what brings you peace, what brings you contentment, contentment, empowerment, enlightenment, what inspires you. And that's what unlocking the kind key and making this mind shift can do. So you'll have an opportunity in this worksheet to track your daily progress, to notice if you can change a negative thought to a positive one, something a little bit kinder. You can track your mood. Um, you can track your thoughts. And again, this is exclusively available to my newsletter subscribers and you as my podcast listeners first. Now, this worksheet, it's 14 pages, 15 pages, something like that. Um, it's not overwhelming. It's really easy. Once you download it, you can print the pages, certain pages as many times as you'd like. It is yours to keep and use how you best see fit. But I would love to hear your progress. And I'm telling you, I'm so passionate about this. I am making it available for a ridiculous price. Now, 2024 is a year of eight. So for my numerology people out there, you know that eight is about abundance. It's about empowerment. And so I'm making this available to you for eight bucks, eight dollars. That's it. It's the price of a latte. Have you looked at, have you gotten a latte lately? Lattes are $8, okay? Whatever else, like if you don't think that your mental and physical well-being is worth eight bucks, man, let's talk because it is. Now, in addition, for the next, I think, six days until January 16th, you can get it for half off, four bucks, you just go to my website. I'll put a direct link to it in the show notes so that you can just click and go or just go to my website, jennypream.com. Visit my Instagram. I'll post it all over there and you can get it for the next few days. If you miss it, so eight bucks, price of a latte. But I wanted to give you an exclusive offer here through Drinking With Jen and to my newsletter subscribers so that you could get it for half off for a limited time. So four bucks, eight bucks. Um, I would love to hear your progress. I actually had one of my beta readers reach out to me this morning and said, I read through the kind key and I'm already in a better mood. And that's just reading through it, not actually doing it. So let's not just download it, put four bucks in my pocket. I actually want you to do this because I believe in it. And there are other things too suggested by Mayo Clinic and Dr. Elizabeth Scott's article. Like I said, I will link both of those here for you. So if you want to do a deeper dive and even more reading, I'll provide those. I'll provide the link to that podcast that I listened to this morning, the mindset, oh, what is he called? The mindset um, mentor. So I'll link that as well. But Jem, I am so passionate about this topic. I know that this can help with your confidence it can help with your mood, your feelings, your reality. Because like we said earlier, your feelings create your mood, your mood shapes. What did I say? <laughs> your, your 
your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings shape your mood and your mood creates your reality. Um, but I am so passionate about that. And I really know that this can help because these are the things that I do. I catch myself when I'm in negative self-talk thoughts and I shift it. Um, and it makes a big difference. And you can even write some of your intentions. So if you want to take this, if you love the Kind Key Workbook, and then you want to take it one step further and grab a copy of I'm My Favorite, which includes more activities to help in more areas, certainly do that. But I would love to hear about your progress. I'd love to hear how you changed a negative thought or realized that it was a self-limiting belief when you actually stopped, when you acknowledged it. When you took that pause, asked yourself those questions, and then made that shift. And you can kind of start with that, okay, here's the old thought, and now I want to start reshaping that and reframing it to, this is my new thought. So Jem, I am here to support you in any way I can. Reach out. I love to hear from you. And again, if this episode resonated with you, if you were like, ooh, this really brought to light some of the things that I tell myself and they're not true or I thought that they were true, but here's how I can shift them to have a better positive outcome, increase our emotional vibration, increase our mood, elevate this reality that we live in. And I really think it can help boost your confidence, make you feel better. Again, like we talked about, and this is these are things that I pulled from Mayo Clinic. Um, a very credible resource based on all of their research and data. This isn't just me spewing thoughts and words at you to get you to download a workbook. Like I said, I actually want you to do it because it works. And I'm here with you on the journey. And again, if you love this episode, please drop a review, share it with somebody, share it on your social media, share it with a friend that you love, that you think could be a little bit kinder to themselves, help them unlock the kind key and make this mind shift with us. Jem, I'm so happy to be here with you. I loved just chatting one-on-one today, just us. We'll have more great guests again in the future here in season two. But I just appreciate you. I love having these conversations with you. And until next time, shine bright and let's get growing.